0: Hi everyone, welcome to episode 6 of Dating in College. I'm your host, Sophie Comeau, and on today's episode, I have, some t- I have two pretty cool people, Naomi and Grant, who have been dating for four years. Naomi is a senior at USC, and Grant is currently doing his post back at UCLA. Grant and Naomi?
1: Oh, nice. Hello! <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> Woo! Fire.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> why would you say that? Fire. Um, we, can, we can just start by um, having you guys explain how you met and how we uh, ended up
2: sitting in you two's apartment where I'm interviewing you about your relationship. Alrighty. Well, uh, for the sake of timeliness, I will give you the abridged version <laughs> of the story. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, we were both... Single human beings, um, probably sitting on the toilet somewhere, and downloaded Bumble and swiped on a bunch of people and inevitably swiped on each other mm. and matched.
1: It was very, very lucky too, because I swiped on you in New York. Yes. You were in...
2: I was in LA, yeah. sort of. I was in Orange County. Yeah. I
1: was um, in New
2: York,
1: which, I, which is how I knew you liked me
2: because yeah. that,
1: that doesn't pop up if you're in another state so there you go Yeah.
2: Um, thank you Whitney Wolf Herd for sponsoring this relationship
1: she's um, <laughs> CEO of Bumble Yeah. Oh.
2: Um, <laughs> so we matched and we started talking and I was paranoid and made him FaceTime me for like probably 36 total hours to make sure he was real yes oh, nice. I was very sure that I was going to get catfish, catfished because he was like only the second person I had ever like considered meeting up with um, and the first person I met was my height and sounded like he had never reached puberty, and we did not click in person. Um, so I really to be thought, clear Naomi is like five two, five three. Yes, five two on a good day.
1: <laughs> um, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Grant is six foot,
1: and I did hit puberty. Yes, <laughs> sounded like it too.
2: So yeah, we FaceTimed a bunch and got along really well and then ended up meeting in person. And our first date was on Balboa Island in Newport Beach. Um, And in, for anyone who knows me, this will not come as a surprise. I was an hour late to our first date. That's not surprise me at all. No. No. Um, And Grant was there two hours before.
1: Yeah, but that's the kind of person that I am. <laughs> um, I was always early. Yeah. Still am.
2: Yeah. So he was there and I was in constant communication with him being like, yo, I'm so sorry. This is just just who I am as a person. You're just going to have to deal with that if this goes anywhere. And uh, he saw me drive up in my little red Mini Cooper with white stripes. Um, it's very identifiable on the street. Um, and he took the liberty of opening the door and jumping in. And that was the first time that we ever met in person. Yep. Um, and <laughs> then we drove around for a bit, finally found parking after like 40 minutes-ish. It was a while. It was
1: a little... We had it. Then we had Thai food. Yeah. At the we, Mint
2: Leaf. We ate Thai food and then went on a Ferris wheel. Um, some woman who was a HelloFresh ambassador came up to us and thought that we'd been together for at least a year. <laughs> um, and then ended up spending the rest of the day going to a mall and hanging out and then we forgot
1: about the mall part oh there you go that's not relevant
2: well (laughs) um, (laughs) we had our next date all of two or three days later um and
1: that i do remember yeah
2: and he asked me to be his girlfriend on the first date yep Um, (laughs) what yeah um and we've been together ever since
1: yeah i mean keep in mind we have been facetiming and stuff for a Solid two weeks before I met her in person. So
0: you already had an idea of what you were getting
2: yourself into. Yeah, I just I just
1: knew what I wanted, and I you know I. uh... And that was me. Yeah, that was that was that was Roll
2: credits. Yeah. That's that's refreshing. A man
0: who knows what well, he wants. Well, yeah, I
1: mean, uh, I think people misinterpret it as confidence, where really it's just social ineptness, <laughs> in a, like just a different way. It's my own special social ineptness. Yeah. But you know, she thought it was confidence, so
2: yeah, I uh, just roll with it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For all of you who've been keeping up with this podcast, I am sure you have realized or related to the fact that that is just not at all common behavior among college dating. No, um, and it was very refreshing, and I immediately said yes. Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, now we live together in L.A. Lizard.
1: Yeah, we have two pet
2: lizards. We have a bearded dragon and a leopard gecko. That is very important. We're a family. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, Yeah. life is good.
0: Yep. You (laughs) turned and looked at me at the exact same time. The
1: synergy. Yeah, the synergy is real.
0: Um, How was that... Naomi, you mentioned that not being normal behavior Mm -hmm. and that you were seeing. Naomi, what did you experience prior to Grant that made you think
2: that that was like refreshing? Sure. And why was that shocking to you? (laughs) Yeah. Um, One thing that might help with clarity on this answer a little bit is that I'm technically a fifth year senior. Um, Prior to meeting Grant, I had been in college for one year already. Um, And in that time... Give a, well, even more backup context. I had my first kiss when I was 16. Um, and I got to college and, um, explored for lack of a better term. Me too, man. Yeah. Um, I, you know, f- didn't get any action in high school and felt <laughs> like I <laughs> wanted to, uh, you know, grow and learn about myself You're and preacher other to people. You're the choir, You're yeah, preacher of the choir. You know, um, as one does. And uh, I met with a lot of people. I'm going very euphemistic here, in case my mm-hmm. mom is listening. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was kind of the same thing every time. I would go to a frat party, and I'd get very drunk, and I would meet someone, and then. Wake up the next morning and be in the same clothes that I was in last night, and that was the extent of it. Um, and it made me feel very objectified. And although I don't regret the vast majority of it, it was not at all what I wanted. Um, it was more something that I felt like societal pressure to partake in. Um, and you know, while all but one instance, was consensual, Um, it just uh, wasn't what I was looking for. I really wanted to connect with someone and that was much more important to me than anything else. And really throughout that whole process, I like was kind of looking for someone who was wanting the same thing. Um, And I wasn't finding that at USC, especially among freshmen. Um, And then kind of went on Bumble because I'm a big feminist and I thought it was (laughs) a great company and just thought it was, like, a fun thing to do. Um, It was a great way to pass time when I had nothing else to do. Um, And if nothing else, like, I don't know, it kind of felt like a game almost. Um, And met Grant by chance, and it just worked out in the best possible way it ever could have. I had never experienced someone actually wanting to get to know me or actually wanting to hang out with me as a human being um, in that context. And um, it was really the first time that someone had given me any interest outside of my body. Um, Yeah, I guess that's the the long version.
0: And Grant, what about you? You are a little bit older, but what was college your undergrad like experience
1: Um, like
0: with regards to dating
1: and Naomi's uh you know story of her own experience she mentions you know almost a societal pressure to experience um you know uh, a sex life essentially but I uh like most things growing up, I I've, I've never really felt that pressure and I I never cared. Um
2: He was homeschooled.
1: Yeah, I was homeschooled and uh you know, I wasn't really exposed to to any of that. So I, I really didn't care at all. So during my first uh couple first year or two of college, I just went on probably hundreds of dates and, you know, there were some relationships that I uh, had uh, gone into, but uh, pretty much every single one that I was in uh, ended because uh, I just wasn't interested in a sex life with that person. And uh, it was very uh, it was very troublesome, not just for them, but uh, also for myself, because I thought that there was something wrong with me and that, uh, you know, I might have been asexual or You know something else but I pretty much had one last hurrah where I was like you know what I'll try one more time and uh that one more time happened to be Naomi (laughs) and um I don't know everything just kind of coincided in uh to this beautiful little accident yeah never meant it to uh never thought it would end up that way but um it did so, I mean, to, yeah, to sum up everything, my, I really didn't have any kind of sexual experience before Naomi, except one incident in which I wasn't even conscious for, but that's, you know,
2: that was also something that, you know, yeah, we I, both experienced and both kind of yeah. Over as awful as
1: that is, it was kind of the, uh, catalyst, one of the first catalysts, catalysts to, uh.
2: Being comfortable with each other. Yeah, being
1: comfortable with one another because we experienced something very similar. Yeah. But nonetheless, yeah, very different uh, from like your first years of college compared to to mine.
2: Grant was my first boyfriend ever, is my first boyfriend ever, Um, and was only the second technical date I'd ever been on and really the first date that I considered to be a date. I knew what the intentions were, I knew what I was going into, and that's, at least in my view, like, what I considered to be a date, um, but, yeah, I guess, like, I, like, had a lot of sexual exploration in my first year-ish of college, um, but had never, like, had the romantic side, and Grant kind of had the opposite, in a way.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I had, many a rom- romantic or at least intended to be romantic experiences but you know pretty much no sexual experiences um yeah, yeah never really thought about it that way but yeah, yeah.
0: and like dating as a college kid just kind of sucks <laughs> like it's, weird. it's hard and like it's not even like you guys like doing long distance like trying to figure that out like well it was san diego to LA so yeah. it wasn't like I don't think we miserable yeah. but you know it still wasn't perfect you know and sure. trying yeah. to like navigate undergrad and all this crap while that was going on I'm not I'm it, sure it wasn't like a walk in
2: the park no. it was not um, <laughs> it was also a.
1: I slept kinda, in many a parking lot yeah. yeah
2: my roommates at the time were not the most understanding of the situation um yeah Grant wasn't even quote unquote allowed to sleep on the couch. So we ended no. up sleeping in his car yeah. in the parking lot outside Cargar, like pretty much every time we saw each other, or like we'd spend the only money that we had to get like hotel or motel rooms to stay together. Um and then I would drive down to San Diego, but his whole like all of his siblings lived in the one apartment and it was a two bedroom apartment. And so like the First time that I did that, his brother walked in on me butt naked. <laughs> um, and it just, like, it wasn't ideal either. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely a, a rough couple of, I guess that was, like, two years of that.
1: Objectively, it does sound so rough.
2: But, <laughs> but like, it, it wasn't really that bad. I think
1: about it now. I mean, I really don't think about it unless, um, you know, it's kind of a... Like it's this, you know, a discussion about it starts. Yeah. But I, I really look at that time with a lot of nostalgia because it was it was really such a privilege to care that much about a person to be yeah. like, you know what, I'm happy to sleep in a parking lot. Um, and, you know, I want to change that for, for the world now that we live together. But there was a part of it that was super, super romantic in a way. And I, uh, I love that. I really like that a lot.
0: I didn't know you felt that way. Yeah. Did you, like, because you, even though you weren't participating in, like, that, like, hookup culture that you described earlier, Naomi, did you feel that going to a school like USC and being, like, in Greek life? Did you, like, even though you had a boyfriend, still see and feel that? And did you, did you ever feel sometimes, like, this pressure that having a boyfriend wasn't what you were
2: supposed to be doing? Oof. Yeah, completely. A hundred percent. Um, I think like there were a lot of things like I, I started dating Grant before I joined a sorority. Um, and once I had joined a lot of getting to know everyone in the house and like getting involved in the sorority was going to mixers and going to frat parties and like, it was nothing that Grant said I couldn't do or whatever, like he would never do that. But I didn't feel comfortable putting myself in that situation, partially based on my prior experience. Um, The one non-consensual incident was with a boy who was in a fraternity. Um, And, you know, I also like Although I wasn't doing anything that would be wrong. It felt almost like it was infidelity. Because it was just that... Like, when you put yourself in that environment, it was just like that was happening. Exactly. Like, that's... I mean, I'm sure almost everyone who's listening to this has been to a frat party. Like, it's all... Like, everyone is, like, raging hormones on top of each other. Like, all the bodily fluids (laughs) in a public place. It's like... If you're going just to like hang out with your friends, inevitably at least one of them is going to not go home with you and they're going to be going home with someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, So I ended up like not going to a lot of them. And when I did, um, I don't know, I felt weird about it, but I like wanted to be there and I enjoyed them. Grant, how
0: did you like, you know, just be like, I know what I want. Like, this is what I want to do.
1: Um... (laughs) There are, there are two parts. I think there are, there are two parts to this yes. for me. You know, I'm not going to say that this is going to be universally helpful. Um, but one, use your words. Um, always. Always use your words. It, um, and yeah, sec- sec- second of all, yeah. like, ask yourself constantly whether or not, whether a person or a thing would be good for you and what would make you happy and if the answer is yes then you have at least according to my beliefs you have a moral obligation to pursue that thing and uh you know talking to naomi i knew that this person would make me happy and uh be good for me and you know to per, to pursue that fully i i used my words you know hence asking uh asking her to be my my girlfriend on the first first date it just, i just f- i feel like almost everything that ends up being a problem in a relationship or you know with anything in life is not fully expressing yourself in regards to that thing or person and my god it's so easy you just say <laughs> things and that's it. it. Makes things so much better. Yeah. Use your words. That's my advice. Oh
0: my gosh. This is yeah. like what Megan and Arita and I came out of this conversation. We're like the yeah. biggest issue, we don't ever say how we're feeling and then yeah. we end up fighting about it and then going in circles and using like Yep.
1: It almost feels like people value things that happen to just fall on their lap without them having to
0: go after put it. in
1: the work for it mm-hmm. or but it's like there, there really isn't any aspect of life where that's been the case. So you just just go for it. Just know what you want and go for it.
2: I guess, like, kind of jumping off of that. One piece of advice that I would give is, like, I think a lot of the, like, lack of communication or the circling that is so present in so many, like, college... situations, Yes, situationships! I love that! Yeah, um, It's honestly, like a lot of it is out of f- either a fear of commitment or be just like not fully understanding what you want or you're like scared of getting hurt. Um, yeah. Um, and I think honestly, the best thing that you can do, not just like in a situation ship or a, uh, yeah. Or like going into an like, a defined relationship, but, like, in life in general, it's just kind of jumping in with two feet and understanding that, like, you know, life is a series of ups and downs. If you live your entire life protecting yourself and, you know, walking around the street with a helmet on and, like, metaphorical knee and elbow pads, like, you're not going to feel things and the most beautiful part of being human is those feelings and those ups and downs and... Like in my experience, you can't have the like earth shattering happiness and joy that comes with, you know, being with a person that you love or getting your dream job or getting into your dream school or, you know, whatever your happy moment is. If you haven't fully experienced like the hardships, like if you're living your life content with the mediocre like content with mediocrity you're never going to experience the most beautiful parts of being human and i think you know if you're scared of getting your heart broken you won't have that joy you've just got to jump in and understand that you know that is a possibility but you could also be the happiest you've ever been um and you know have a relationship but also learn so much about yourself and become so much more independent and self-sufficient along the way and that's a really cool thing
1: yeah most most great things don't come from being timid you know yeah just be confident and know who you are and what you want and and go for it
2: or fake confidence if you weren't
1: yeah don't be a limp dick just just (laughs) do it (laughs) yeah we'll censor that no
2: flaccidity no is that a word it is
1: now (laughs) We're going to adjective that.
2: Hashtag. Hashtag Hashtag
1: hashtag no flaccidity.
0: Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Honestly, first of all, agree with literally everything you just said. (laughs) It'll happen. You just got to like put yourself out there. And I think the biggest fear for a lot of us is like, it's just easy to hook up with someone and never see them again, rather than putting yourself in a situation to get hurt. Um, Exactly. But you're never going to find your Naomi or your Grant if
2: you're not putting yourself out there. Yeah. Bars. Connect with people. It's going to be good for you, I promise.
0: Well, you guys are great. You're great. I appreciate your wisdom.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) My 22-year-old
0: wisdom. (laughs) Yes. Um, Thank you guys both for being on this episode of Dating in College. I really appreciate it. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Dating in College. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. See you next time. Bye.
1: Bye. (laughs)